This is Straight from the Source podcast. Everything you need to know about the apparel industry. From two insiders working on the sourcing side and the brand side. Whether you are in design, merchandising, retail, or production, this is the podcast for you. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining us. I am Fatima, and with me today is my fabulous co-host, Gio. Hey, G. Hello. As always, it's a pleasure to be here. So, Fatima, I know that um, you are a fashion diehard fan, both as a consumer, both as um, a fellow colleague in the industry. And I know that you are from Bangladesh, and that Bangladesh is a very special place in our industry, and I would love to talk to you more about that today. Well, thank you, G. And for the benefit of our listeners, I am the founder and CEO of Ethical and Sustainable Sourcing, and we connect brands with very specific types of manufacturers who have been pre-vetted, who have lots of certifications for sustainability, for responsible supply chain, who invest in water treatment plants, in washing plants, but also on the flip side of it, make sure that they're taking care of their workers, make sure that their facilities are safe and producing top quality garments. Now, most of my manufacturing base is actually set up from Bangladesh because I deal with mid to large volume manufacturers. So I'm really excited to talk to you a little bit about what's been going on in Bangladesh and some of the changes that we've seen happen over the last seven, eight years. So as a quick refresher, G, I don't know if you recall the events of 2012 and 2013 and the subsequent effect on brands that it had. So in 2013, there was a massive building collapse, almost 11,000 people passed away in an extremely unfortunate event and that had the effect of not just transforming the Bangladeshi manufacturing community but also got consumers and brands worldwide to really start thinking about their supply chain. Where do our products come from? Mm -hmm. Are we doing this properly? Is it ethical? Is it sustainable? Are we taking advantage of people just to wear this one piece of garment? And I truly believe most consumers, especially our US-based consumers, are very, very sensitive to it. And in a wonderful way that's actually amazing that they care about all these people that they've never even met that they don't even know but they care that they are doing well they care that no one is being taken advantage of it had an extremely negative impact on the perception of the country internationally and part of what happened in that story was that this was a subcontracting manufacturer Mm -hmm. and they had not set up their facility properly and this is at a time where we did not have local certification bodies to come and inspect these manufacturers so they could just get away with anything and everything social compliance is so complex um once again even if you're um, the factories that you work with have signed all these agreements, etc. There's nothing that really exactly prevents them from subcontracting to other suppliers that have not signed all of these agreements, which makes it very hard to 
keep track of these types of things. That's a really great point that you bring up, Gio. And actually, there are a few things that you can do. So first of all, let's start with your primary manufacturer. Now, there's all of your international certifications, your RAP, your SEDEX, your OKITEX, that really look at your supply chain and look at your environmental footprint and even some of your social principles. However, for a long time, what was missing was a local trustworthy compliance where you can look at and say, ah, your building has been inspected. Ah, your workers have been trained to know what to do during the event of a fire, in the event of an emergency, and just overall to generally make sure that your facilities are where they need to be. So after 2013, that's the one big change that happened. And every manufacturer that I work with has to have an Accord certification. That is the name of that certification. We have international signatories, brands from the US, brands from Europe, government bodies from Europe, government bodies from the United States, and NGOs independently verifying, signing on to it, and ensuring that this certification is actually very, very legitimate and is very strictly enforced. So you could say, oh, but Fatima, what if a company or a factory doesn't have it? I would say, you know what, Gio? Every good manufacturer has invested in this compliance. It's almost a check mark to mm -hmm. even do business. Forget RAP, forget Accord and Okitex. And in my opinion, if they don't have it, don't do business with them. I could not agree more. And to address the second part of your concern, and I think it's a really good one, how do we stop subcontracting? And I think that is a really big fear for a lot of companies coming into Bangladesh. And there are a couple of ways that you can do that. You can, first of all, contractually set it up so that there is no subcontracting unless it goes to a nominated subcontractor. And that is one of the first things that brands should do is to find a different manufacturer, maybe a smaller one, maybe one that doesn't give you as competitive rates, but has a cord and has everything else that you need and is a nominated subcontractor. Maybe it's your second manufacturer, but it gives manufacturers a real clear avenue on what to do if, for instance, one season they're a little overwhelmed and they can't deliver. I think one of the really interesting ways to keep track of whether your manufacturers are subcontracting or not, and this is just my personal opinion because this is how I do it, is to work through agents because they have people on the factory floor. So they know when the production is supposed to be happening and when it's scheduled, and they can pop in for surprise visits. Now, you pop in for a surprise visit, your production isn't on the lines, all right, something very fishy is going on here. And you can keep track of that through maybe weekly whip reports or you know some other electronic way of of ensuring that the production is happening where they say that they're happening so there's a couple of ways to really ensure that your products are not being subcontracted now it's not just the quality of the manufacturing facility and how they're treating workers it also can affect your quality so it is really important and there are some very simple things that brands can do just to make sure that it doesn't happen and to prohibitively find your manufacturer if they break the rules. 
Definitely. Like you said, it can totally have an effect uh, on the product. I remember with one company I worked for, the goods, unbeknownst to us, were subcontracted to a company that, um, to a factory that did not have a wash facility when it was a high shrinkage fabric that the easiest way to control that shrinkage is through washing the garment. Absolutely. And it has such an effect on hand feel. Mm -hmm. It has such an overall effect on quality. So... One of the other things I do want to mention is the state of workers. Now, gee, before I go into it, is that something that brands care about? How the workers are being treated, the turnover rates, and all of that, and what are the feelings, not just from consumers, but from the brands themselves? How do they think about it and feel? In recent years, it has definitely moved to the forefront. Uh, Brands are very concerned with really going beyond social compliance uh brands are very interested in um things like fair trade certifications and uh worker cooperatives and even for some companies are at the forefront collective bargaining um these are huge things that are both on they're on the brand's minds because they're on the consumer's minds Absolutely. So one of the really interesting things that happened after 2013 is the collective bargaining power of labor workers in the garments industry in Bangladesh. I think after that level of international scrutiny, workers really found their voice and they have a very strong union. And just about every manufacturer that I work with has a collective bargaining body. So they have a union within the manufacturing plant and then there's a larger union outside of that where they directly go and bargain with the government for a minimum wage so now if you're very experienced you're going to make above that minimum wage you're going to get bonuses and that's where that internal collective bargaining power becomes really important so that's one number two child labor forced labor all of that goes without saying is now completely banned and will not be allowed a lot of manufacturers are also now looking for auxiliary benefits for their workers because they suddenly realize it just dawned on them some of these auxiliary benefits are medical daycare things like that helping them open Mm. bank accounts but what the manufacturers really realize is look if our workers are striking if they are not coming into work there is no way we can fulfill our demand and it costs us so much money and brands are already suspicious of Bangladesh and they get tired if there's more than one disruption in a blue moon in their supply Mm. chain and they're less tolerant of it especially if it's anything to do with labor and now that manufacturers realize it they're very 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 keen on supporting their labor and making sure that they're happy and they're safe so going beyond social compliance going beyond the minimum what is expected And that leads to one of the metrics that I look at, which is worker turnover rate. Mm -hmm. Now, regardless of how large or how small your manufacturing plant is, some of the manufacturers that I work with have over 8,000 people in one facility. Now, I look for turnover rates that are around 7% or lower. Because if it's any higher than that per annum, there's some sort of systemic problem going on. And another thing we do is we physically go and visit, no matter how much compliance they have and what they're doing, to really see if they have enough ventilation, if they have all the stairs, Mm. if they have the fire, protective gear, if they have fire prevention methods and prevention 
safety guides and first aid kit. And then we start looking into the sustainability parts. Do you have a water treatment plant? Do you have washing plants? Do you use better chemicals such as blue sign chemicals? So overall, Bangladesh has come a long way, but it has been a rough road and it is paved with tragedy. But I think there's an opportunity for brands to really be part of that narrative that reshapes the country and really pulls more women out of poverty mm -hmm. and that has a generational impact because they tend to go and reinvest in education for their children mm -hmm. in nutrition in health care both for themselves their children and the elderly so it has this wonderful benefit and you know if you go into the houses of some of these workers it's not what you would expect we have a lot of cheap electronics and goods coming in from china so suddenly the household of a factory worker is looking very different than what it looked like mm -hmm. 10 years ago i think people sometimes forget what an engine for economic development the fashion industry is and has been within this own within our own country the u.s as well as in places like china that are now transitioning into consumer high-tech economies they were the world's factory and they have moved beyond that so kind of especially with the china tariffs coming around it really has become the moment for other countries to shine and take part in this development process fantastic i could not have put it better myself so everybody let's get together find the best way to move forward and really keep in mind that every decision that you make has an implication beyond yourself and who knows some of your decisions might be today right now changing lives not in the short term but for generations to come so i Thank you for listening to us and have a wonderful day. Let us know what you thought. Let us know if you have any questions. We are always here and we would love your feedback. Thank you. Thank you.